this is Reaching the Finish Line. And I'm your host, Callan Dix. Check out the website, www.reachingthefinishline.com. And pick up my free report. Save up to 75% what they don't want you to know. ReachingTheFinishLine.com And welcome. Today I am delighted to have back on Kamanzi Constable. Kamanzi was our guest on episode 4. And I'm happy to have him back. Uh, if you're not familiar with Kamanzi Constable, Kamanzi Constable started as a self-published author, uh, has gone on to, uh, uh, to write more books for traditional publishers, and today has sold over 100,000 copies. He writes for publications like The Huffington Post, Entrepreneur Magazine, X-Men, and Success Magazine. Kamanzi, welcome back. Callan, thank you for having me. The reality is most people probably don't know who I am. <laughs> That's just how it goes in this business. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there, there's a lot of people who don't know who I am. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great. So, I'm happy to have you back on. And um, for people who don't, people, uh, if this is your first time here, Kamanzi, again, I would advise you to check out episode four. That was more of a kind of a personal ragged virtue story. This episode, we're going to kind of go into like the heart because we're both lifestyle uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, Kamanzi has been uh, very instrumental in helping me uh, find more success in my journey um, as a entrepreneur. So I want to get into that uh, because a lot, a lot of people, Kamanzi, uh, they see they see these blogs and uh, they see people on a laptop across the seas and you know whether they have a, whether they have an import export business, whether they have a a, a blog that's monetized. Um, they're so inspired by they're so inspired about that, and they want to do the same thing. But oftentimes, they do not see the other side of that. They see all the benefits. Uh, of lifestyle entrepreneurship, but they don't see that obviously uh, there's two sides of a coin. Perhaps you can start, Kamanzi, and you can start talking about your experience. Not only the not only the good side, or not only the the rewarding side of lifestyle entrepreneurship, but also the challenges you face on your journey. Yeah, well, I can tell you starting out something that I've been thinking about for the last couple of days is I really hate airplanes. Like, I used to be the kind of person that wanted to sit by the window and watch the airplane take off and everything was great. But now I'm the kind of person that has to be at the aisle that hates the airplanes, that hates time on airplanes, and that hates airports. And that's because at this point, this this year alone, I have taken over, probably over like over 200 flights all, all across the world. Um, I've wow. accumulated... I've accumulated so far in the first, whatever, seven months of this year, I've accumulated 180,000 Frigo Flyer miles, flying that much. So it's it's irritating to be honest. No, I can, I can definitely, yeah, I can definitely imagine that, Kamanzi. Uh, I, I guess uh, probably not intentionally, but uh, it seems like during those times, I, I would definitely recommend people uh, check out Kamanzi's uh, Facebook feed. Uh, you know, I've seen it everywhere from Spain, from Australia, from all these types of places. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so, and I don't want anybody to misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to travel and speak and consult at companies. 
But just realize that, like Callan said, there's two sides to every coin. So, you know, this this idea of lifestyle entrepreneurship, it was kind of it was kind of scammy to me. Whenever I would think about it, I would see the Facebook ads, somebody talking about living the laptop lifestyle, and it would make me cringe. But it wasn't until really a couple of years ago that I thought about this idea. Building a business account around the kind of life that you want to live. And that to me is is very appealing. And it's going to have a lot of different elements. Somebody who's listening to this might not want the same things that I want. But just this idea of building a business around your lifestyle, with the lifestyle part comes first, is great. And so, you know, I started out as a broad guy, and I self-published some books that did well. And today, five, five years later, um, what I do is I, I write for the largest websites in the world, which is pretty cool. I do paid writing and free writing. I get to coach coaching clients. I work with some amazing clients. I get to consult companies literally all over the world, and I get to speak literally all over the world. So it's 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 a great lifestyle, and I love it, and I'm, I'm incredibly blessed to do it. But it's definitely a lifestyle that requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of work. You don't just say, I'm going to do this, and, it, and you start booking international speaking gigs. Um, I spend each day, Callan, this is something that I find interesting is how people spend their days. So Cal and I spend each day, you know, I wake up probably at like around six each day, exercise and I pray because I am a Christian. And then when I really start to quote unquote work, I spend the first hour um, going after business. So that could mean contacting old clients, connecting with new clients, talking to a company that wants to hire me to speak, talking to a conference that's interested in having me come and speak. Um, just anything that I know will uh, generate income. That's how I start every day is is on activities that will generate income. Why? Because I work for myself, right? And if I don't, I can't just depend on, on fate to, to bring me business. You have to actually go out there and get it. And then after that, then I'll do the creative things like I'll write um, and I'll write in the morning and then I'll start working with clients and I'll spend the evenings reading and, and doing other things. Mm. But it's it's the daily grind, it's the daily hustle, it's putting in that work that allows you to do cool things like traveling to other countries and stuff like that. And, and that's and I like how you uh, laid that out, Kamanzi. And for me, uh, I'm kind of more of a scatterbrain, but I, I've definitely used tools to uh, definitely try to, to commit to more uh, of a consistent schedule. Consistency uh, is extremely important. And um, I think also, too, because um, we have listeners all we have listeners uh, listening uh, all around the world, whether through FM or uh, satellite radio. I get some emails that in some countries, and which totally I understand, because you know I live in Mexico, so uh, I totally understand this point to a certain view. In certain countries, it can be harder to get to where the point that you're at. But I always say, and I'm curious to hear about uh, European Kamazi, is you have to position, you have to learn how to position yourself so that way you have leverage, and that way you have a competitive edge. So, for example. Um, if a person lives at, uh, we, we, we have li- we, we have listeners in Botswana, Africa. Uh, we have listeners in uh, places like, uh, uh, you know, the, the western coast of Colombia as well. But if if you're if you're if you're living in a kind of let's say middle class area 
and the culture typically it's just kind of blue blue class hardworking. you know you may have some people who have their own little stands they sell hot dogs stuff like that but if there's people not interested in the things you're offering well as as maybe as maybe hard it is you have to move yourself away from that and put yourself in an area where you can set yourself up it's not it's uh it's not so much it's not so much about uh oh i don't have the opportunity it's like it's, it's about thinking a bit differently would you agree with that kamazi uh, 100% because I, it would be very hard to have a business that's location dependent um, because things happen in locations. But the beauty of having your business online is that 2.5 billion people log onto the internet every day around the world. So you don't have to be dependent on, on where you live or where you're from or who you are. There's an opportunity for you to reach an audience, to reach customers all over the world through the internet. So what, what does that mean? All it means is that you need an internet connection. You have to have an internet connection. In some of those countries, it's unreliable. I live in Medellin, Colombia. I live in Medellin, Colombia, and sometimes the internet there is not reliable. So you just need a reliable connection. But then the most important thing is you have to have something that people want. Now, right there, people are like, oh, I don't have anything people want. I could hear the doubts, and I could hear people's eyes rolling right now as I said that. But you have to have something that people want. And by that, what I mean is you have to have something that's practical. Something that's practical. So I have a coaching client that teaches people how to flip homes. That's practical. People want to learn how to flip homes. I have another coaching client who teaches people how to um, become flight attendants. She teaches people that want to become flight attendants, she'll teach you how to do that. I started working with a new client that told me that they were a transitional mindset coach. Now, when I heard that, I thought, huh, that sounds interesting. But then the more I thought about it, if I was the person that was not in this game, like I was not in lifestyle entrepreneurship, I was the average everyday person, I would have no clue what that means. I don't know what that means. Transitional mindset coach, what does that mean? Right? And if I don't understand it, I'm not going to spend money on it. So when you want to, what, no matter where you are, no matter what you live, if you have something that is practical that people understand, you will get some people that will spend some money with you. So that's the thing is thinking about what is that practical thing that I can teach people. Do you want to start reaching the finish line? Then start with a free audiobook. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and scroll to the bottom of the page to click on the Audible banner to get your free audiobook. You may not have a lot of free time, but you can definitely listen to a book on a plane, on the bus, or even while you're driving, go to reachingthefinishline.com and scroll to the bottom of the page to click on the Audible banner to get your free audiobook. Start reaching the finish line with your free audiobook. I like that, Kamazi, practicality. Because, you know, a lot, a lot of times people want to use these glorified words, you know, so they can have significance. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, just about, it's just about kind of being simple, as you said, being practical, connecting to the audience who are you and what you're offering. You know, if you use all these big, huge, you know, words to try to glorify or try to, you know, you know super professionalize who you are, people are not going to understand what you do. You know, maybe, maybe people don't understand what transitional mindset coach is. You know, I mean. No, and, when I, and I, when, I, when I started working with the client, I said, what does that mean? And basically what they do is they help people um, transition into a new career, right? And I said, instead of saying transitional mindset coach, why don't you say you're a career coach? Or you're a, you're a transition coach, right? That's something that people understand. 
No, I def I, I definitely agree. And and when it comes to practicality, you know, I would definitely recommend uh, you know, if you're not following Kamazi on Twitter, check him out there. Uh whether he's on Twitter, Facebook, uh if you if you see one of his articles, if you read his bio, it's very simple. I mean, it's actually very human. He says, "Hey, you know, I'm a former bread guy, uh former bread delivery guy, uh, now I'm an author that sold over a hundred thousand copies. So basically, you know, it, 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 show, it, it shows the, it shows the people who are reading that that, wow, you know, you know, this is kind of where I'm at. I can do this too. So it's a it's, it's about coming across as practical, but also being human, so you can connect with your uh, potential audience better. Perhaps you could elaborate more on that, Kamanzi, uh, about the power of. Uh, uh, you know, co- uh, coming coming across as authentic, authentic and human to others. Definitely, because if we feel like somebody's on a pedestal, like when somebody lists a third person bio, hi, I'm Thurston Howell the Third, and I have been on CBS, and I jump roped, and I was on the Olympic team, and I blah blah blah. <laughs> like that kind of bio, that's like a turnoff to people, right? It's a, it's a turnoff because you're putting yourself on a pedestal. Whereas we as people, what we're really craving is we're craving connection. We want to know that this person understands what we're going through, has been there, has done that, has the t-shirt to prove it, right? We want to know that this person understands. And it's hard to connect with a person that, that doesn't understand and it feels like they're on a pedestal. So when you can add that human element, when you can add that connection to it, it's a lot more powerful way to connect with people and to get them in your audience and to get them involved in what you're doing and to become evangelists. And if you want them to become customers, eventually become customers. Because at the end of the day, like lifestyle entrepreneurship, the business has to make money. Money isn't everything in life. It's not everything in life. But it's nice to live a comfortable life without being stressed about money. And if you're going to make a little money, people buy from somebody they know, they like, and they trust. Great. And we're both introverts, and as far as being a lifestyle entrepreneurship, one thing that definitely you know helps us out there is uh, getting publicity. And there's definitely uh, multiple strategies um, that can help you do that. Uh, you know, you, you, you teach that definitely uh, in your uh, in your courses, and as well as um, you know, I talk about that a bit here as well as my website. Uh, but uh, one thing we do have in common is that we're introverts. And personally, you know, I, you know, as an introvert, uh, it could be very overwhelming. Uh, to go on TV, um, to you know, to have to be talking to millions of people, uh, it could be definitely go overwhelming to you know speak to you know tens of thousands of people. Um, so, one thing that I have done, uh, and 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 I definitely give partial thanks to you uh, because before 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 I knew about writing for uh, a large authority websites, I was typically you know doing. Uh, kind of uh, print media as just trying to just kind of get guest posts, trying to get a link, you know, I, which which I've successfully done. Fast Company Inc., you know, uh, uh, those type of uh, magazines, uh, radio, get radio interviews. Uh, you know, I've tried to get radio on podcasts, but I always tried to strive for the AM, and FM, or satellite ones. And then I tried to get TV. The only thing, you know, the only problem that you're probably familiar with as an introvert is that can definitely be overwhelming. It's not just about practicing, you know, over and over again because it's not like it's not like in where, let's say, a YouTube video or let's say a podcast uh, where you can get away with a few ums and uhs and all that stuff. You know, when you're on TV, when you're on radio, you got to be basically perfect. You know, I feel like, I mean, if you go to my media page, if you Google me, you can see lots of radio interviews that I've done. And man, like, 
the, the feedback was great, but the time that I put into it, I feel like, man, like, I, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. So well, talk about some ways, Kamanzi, as an introvert, that you've um, had success in game publicity. Yeah, I prefer the writing definitely over the interviews. Um, interviews are nice if the person makes you feel comfortable, like Cal and I are both introverts, we're friends, so it's a comfortable conversation. But a lot of times you're talking to a stranger, right? And then that stranger is a little bit in your face, and they're like, oh, let's turn on the let's turn on the camera on Skype. And I'm like, no, we're not, <laughs> not, on the Skype. We're not seeing each other. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit harder that way. And, and the thing too, that just from a practical side of things with doing interviews is it's a little bit of a harder way to build a following. And the reason being is because think about where most people are listening to this right now. Most people are probably listening to this in their car, at the gym, on a walk, they're listening to it on a smartphone and they're listening to it mobily. So for the people that really want to, that are interested in me, they'll come back home and they'll try to remember that Kwanzi Kwanzaa, like whatever <laughs> weird guy's name is, right? I'm gonna go, I have to go Google that weird guy and they're going to check me out. But the majority of people are probably not. And when you, the difference with the writing is when somebody's digging your writing, they like what, what, what they're reading. It's only, all they have to do is click on a link and they're back on your website and they're signed up for your email list. It's one click. So that's, that's the harder part of doing interviews is that most people are mobile and they are not going to go check out the show notes and they're not going to go check out your stuff. Well, that's why I'm such a fan of, if you can do it, writing, writing in a lot of different places to get that exposure. You can write for some of the sites that Callan and I write for some of the largest sites in the world. You could write for some medium-sized blog that Callan and I have never heard of, but it's perfect for what you do, right? It's about finding that place where you can get exposed to the audience of people who are interested in what you are putting out. And when you give them something good, they're going to click back and they're going to check out what you do and they're going to get involved in your world. So that's, um, and there's many opportunities. There's many billions of websites Right. There is the largest sites in the world that get millions upon millions, literally millions of visitors. Um, and you have the chance just to write something and get it featured. And here's the thing. I, I already know what a lot of people are or, or some people are thinking. that listen to this, Callan. You know what they're thinking? Mm -hmm. I'm not a writer. I'm yeah. Not a writer. Yeah. Right? How many times have you heard that, Callan? Oh, I've heard a lot. <laughs> I'm not a writer. Who's a writer? <laughs> yeah. Who's a writer? Absolutely. It's just like it's just like it's just like who's an actor? Who's a yeah. who's who's a who's a singer? Like you people like it's not it's not always people are naturally born with these abilities. Sometimes people it takes the time from discovering themselves. Exactly. And if you're not a writer, can you speak? Well, if you can speak, there's a lot of talk to text programs where you can just speak into your computer and it will type it out for you. You get you go through and you clean up anything that doesn't look good, and there you go. You just became a writer. Mm -hmm. So being a writer is not about fancy words on a, on a laptop or a piece of paper. Being a writer is about expressing the idea. If you can express the idea in any form, verbal or written, if you can express the idea, you are a writer. Mm -hmm. And that's what people are looking for. So what, what do you want to talk about? Maybe you want to talk about marriage. Maybe you want to talk about divorce. 
Maybe you want to talk about fitness, whatever it is. What is that idea that you want to express? Tell me. Tell me what's in your head. Tell me the thought process behind this. And if you can do that, then you're a writer. And then once you figure that out, it's a matter of going and figuring where does this message best fit? Does it fit on the Huffington Post? Does it fit on entrepreneur.com? Does it fit on success? Does it fit on Jerry's blog? I don't know where it fits. But that's up for you, for you to go and figure out where that message fits to get the exposure to that audience and start building your own. Wonderful episode. You can get it, among other benefits, when you become a premium radio subscriber. Go to patreon.com forward slash Callen. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash K-A-L-L-E-N. When you go to patreon.com forward slash Callen, choose one of the premium subscription levels for it's just another tool to help you reach your finish line. As we come to a close, Kamazi, uh, what would be three tips that you would offer um, for, well, you know what, I, I, I want to break this, I want to break this in two ways, you know, three tips you will offer for the aspiring entrepreneur, and then three tips you will offer for the struggling entrepreneur, what would they be? Um, for the aspiring entrepreneur, you have to figure out uh, what your thing is, what your practical thing is that you're going to offer. Think about it. What, what is it that you can teach people? And I would tell you that the internet is my preferred way to go because the, you don't have all the overhead, you don't have the limits on location. So think about leveraging that on the internet, whatever that practical thing is you offer. So number one, think about something practical that you can teach people that some way that you can add value to people's life. Number two, um, get your foundation established. So foundation is your website, your social media presence, your email list, all the things that people are going to need to see in place if they're going to be feel comfortable spending money with you. Um, you might spend a couple bucks on your website. You can get websites done really cheaply um, these days. People in other countries are doing more or whatever. Do it yourself. Um, but I, I would probably tell you to invest a couple bucks in getting that done because it's your home base. Do that. Get on social media. Don't let social media be your, your end-all, be-all. Because the organic reach of social media is nothing. So, yeah, so don't, don't, don't depend on social media, but it's a necessary evil. And then, of course, building an email list, an email list is that's where your money is going to come from online because those are the people you can talk to and communicate. Those are the people that are really interested. So, one was have your practical idea, two was create your foundation, and three, sell. Sell more. Sell more than you think that you can sell. Sell to a point that makes you very uncomfortable because most people do not sell enough. And the psychology behind it is it takes somebody who, who, depending on who you believe, seven to 37 times of seeing what you offer before it clicks in, in, in their mind. So when you feel like you're selling all the time, you're probably not selling enough. So sell, 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 and, uh, and have multiple streams of income. That's the fourth one. That's a bonus. Have multiple streams of income. Because you can't be dependent on any one thing for your income. If that thing dries up, you're screwed. So have multiple streams of income and sell. For the struggling entrepreneur, I'm going to tell you, have a practical idea. <laughs> 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 because 
if you're struggling, I'm guessing that your thing is not practical enough that people understand it. So maybe see how you can pivot your thing a little bit. Do not be that 5,000 yeah. dating coach with no features. <laughs> exactly. Right? So two is get exposure, which Calvin said. Pivot your thing is one. Two, get exposure. Build up that audience. Build up that email list. Leverage some of these opportunities to get out there a bigger way. And three is sell more. <laughs> <laughs> Because the reality is people don't sell enough. But three is to shift your focus, shift your mindset. A lot of people don't have that mindset of what can I do to make more money. And again, it's not all about money. That's not what it's about. But it's about living a comfortable and free lifestyle. And the reality is your mindset is probably not focused on the things you need to focus on. It's probably focused on consuming more information. I gotta watch more videos, I gotta listen to more podcasts, I gotta read more blog. You wanna consume, 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 when the reality is you already know what you have to do, you just have to do it. And there's, I just watched a video today that Gary Vaynerchuk put out, and I don't watch a lot of his stuff, but it was a five minute video where he said, stop watching my stuff and go out there and make money. Mm -hmm. You already know what you need to do, stop watching my videos. Yeah. Right? And that's the truth. Don't consume any more content. You know what you need to do. Go out there and produce your own content. Add value to people's life. Look for new business. Look for new business. Convince people why they should work with you and make a little money. Absolutely. You know, that's often the disorder of information overload. And, uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people are victims of it. Uh, one thing that I can offer uh, the audience, and this is totally free, is something that I have done uh, this month. And it was the Vespasana Meditation Retreat. Uh, it was a 10-day meditation retreat. And uh, I would definitely say it was probably one of the most powerful lightning experiences of my life. And uh, it's definitely a total internet digital detox. They take away your – when you walk in, they take away your phone. They take away your laptop. They take away everything. So, so once you're there for 10 days, you absolutely have nothing. And uh, basically, it's an opportunity to uh, you know meditate and to you know you know you know have some time with yourself uh, to evaluate certain areas of your life, to find inner peace, and to basically uh, you know come out of it, change and transform, and a different person. It's really great, you know. I mean, you're there the whole ten days. You're not talking to nobody. They don't allow any talking. So basically, it's like you versus yourself, and it really allows you to be with yourself, be among yourself, and uh, like I said, think, reflect, uh, plan, and evaluate areas of your life and how you can change and how you can implement things that, uh, or how you can, you know, put things in motion to uh, uh, influence you to become a better person. <clears throat> that is absolutely free. Uh, it's all around the world. So, um, you know, if, if, you, if you are having informational overload or if you're coming from a divorce or let's say your son died or or whatever type of struggle you're coming from that is definitely something i would recommend and uh, it's called again vespasana uh, meditation uh, retreat now uh, closing out uh, i definitely you know i would definitely want to say uh, kamanzi is a great resource i met kamanzi in the beginning of the beginning of last year, uh, you know, February uh, 2015, more or less, and his free con his free content is just as good as a lot of people's paid content. 
So I would definitely recommend that you go to Kamanzi. Well, I, I, I'll give him you know, his his moment to plug, but I'll definitely recommend that you check out uh, Kamanzi's stuff. You know, like I said, a lot of his free stuff is excellent, and if you like his free stuff, then you'll definitely will want to get his paid stuff. And um, and uh, you know, we talk about today writing for large authority uh, websites, um, uh, coaching, uh, consulting. He can definitely help you put all of the pieces together you know he's a he's a friend a fellow introvert and i'm happy to recommend anyone's con anyone's content products or services that i have seen personally tangible results in people's lives so kamanzi if people want to follow you if people want to see what you're doing regarding the content you republish or the products or services you're offering how can people um, access that Go to KamanziConstable.com, K-I-M-A-N-Z-I, C-O-N-S-T-B-L-E, Google it, Kamanzi Constable, um, or go to Facebook.com forward slash Kamanzi Constable, and you'll see my page. But either of those places, you can see what I do, you can see what I offer, um, you can get a lot of good free content on, on there as well that will help you build um, what Cal and I call a lifestyle business, a business around the kind of lifestyle you want to live. Just ask yourself, you know, wherever you're sitting at right now, where would you like to see yourself in a year? You know, is that maybe living uh, on the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico, or is that living in Thailand, or is that living um, in London? What is that for you? Because that's where it starts. You know, it's, it's basically like, you know, knowing what your end is and working backwards. What do I have to do to get there? And uh, there, I wholeheartedly believe uh, you can reach the finish line. And I'm, and I'm always happy to bring people like uh, pe people like I have on the show, uh, like Kamanzi. Kamanzi, thank you for being our guest. Hey, thanks for having me back. Episode four was fun. This episode was fun. Next time, let's do this in Mexico together. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Just another great episode by Callan Diggs, best-selling author and career strategist at Seen and Fast Company and Inc. Magazine. If you're not on an email list, you're missing out. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and subscribe to get all the exclusives.